we present to you the Larry and Phil Sketch Show, featuring Lauren Smither and Philip Carl Kostoletsky. So, Mr. and Mrs. Rudd, do you mind telling me what time you think the break-in happened? I heard a couple of noises downstairs. It's about 1am. I was so scared I didn't get up. I think it was those kids down the road. I swear I saw them when I looked out the window. Oh, now, Mr. Rudd, it's too early to come to any conclusions. I know it's them. Look, those are their footprints right there. (laughs) Honey, please, leave it to the police. I mean, who do you think you are, Sherlock Holmes? No. You are? No, I'm not. You're Sherlock Holmes? No, I'm not. And I suppose your friend John Watson is John Watson from the books, eh? No, he's not. I mean, why is he even here? I'm not here. You can't just go around lying to people. You can't tell me what to do. You're my wife. Who do you think you are, my mother? No. Good morning. Are you after my guy? <laughs> what do you have? What I can hook you up today with my friend, Amnesia Hayes, California Kush, Siamese Soother, and the Fishmonger Delight. Well, Amnesia Hayes sounds quite good. Three five of that. Sure, just give me a second, yeah? So, uh, how you doing, my friend? <laughs> you good? Yeah, all good, bro. Busy doing orders, innit? We doing anything later? Just orders, bro. Well, I was wondering if you fancied coming back to mine for a smoke. I've got a stew on and I've just bought Jason and the Argonauts on Blu-ray. What are you on about? If you get cold, I have some blankets. You can stay if you want. Mum said she'd pull out the sofa bed. Shh, I ain't coming to your gaff. Well, I thought, since we're spending so much time together, it'd be nice for you to come round once in a while. I ain't your friend, cuz, and I'm not around your house today. All right. Saturday! It's my birthday. You didn't have to bring a gift, but it would mean a lot to me if you did. What? What are you on about? My great-aunt Susan will be there, and she won't be around much longer, so it'd be really nice for her to meet all my friends. Would there be cake? Of course! Mother's making her famous sponge cake! Sponge cake, that's dead fam. But I'll be there. Great! I'll send you an RSVP! See you Saturday! So you're gonna pay or what? Well, I am getting money for my birthday. I could pay you then. I just wanted to invite you now, get out of the way. Fine, I'll see you then. Great! This is gonna be the best birthday ever! Come on, Scoop! Would you do it for a Scooby snack? Uh. But what about, like, two Scooby snacks? I don't want to rick your feet, Raggy. What about three Scooby snacks? Read me a row. I'm trying to look for Cruz. Okay, what about four? Rogan. Dad, do you have a minute? Son, you know you can always come to me for advice. Oh, Pa, it's this girl. She broke my heart, and I just don't know what to do. Boy, let me stop you right there. You see, life is like a road. You drive along, the road winds, it goes straight, and then it winds again. You start life driving by yourself, before finding somebody who asks you to hop in their car, and then you drive along with them for a while. Maybe some things can go wrong, like a tire change or you run out of fuel, So perhaps, you gotta stop driving with that person for a while. You drive by yourself again, and it's slow at first. It ain't easy. You only hit, say, 30 miles per hour. 
but then slowly you'll get back up to speed. It's hard, it takes time, but that's life. And then you're there driving on the open road by yourself. And eventually you'll meet that really special car like a, like a Mustang or something. You and that car take to the open road and ride for miles and miles together. And life has never felt better. And sooner or later, you and that car have yourself another little car. And damn, life is pretty sweet. Thanks, Dad. That's really helped. But as the years go by and that Mustang is starting to rust, you find your headlights turn into other cars. Perhaps that Mustang's younger sister, a shiny red Porsche, who's looking awfully pretty at the Thanksgiving dinner. Wait, Dad, what? You find yourself having to park in secret garages with that hot turbo engine. Until, eventually, the Mustang finds out and starts to yell at you like, How could you do that to your family? Man, you just sit there, sipping on an ice-cold can of oil. And you say you're sorry and you won't do it again. And for some reason, she believes you. And of course, for the first few months, you're fine. You've learned your lesson. You don't need to look at any other cars. Because you know you have all you'll ever need right here, right now, with that beautiful, old, rusty Mustang. Okay, Dad. Well, it sounds like you learned your lesson. But then you go around to the factory where that Mustang was assembled to do some handiwork. And you see that old Cadillac, and you think, damn. Grandma Mustang is looking awfully fine, and you just can't help yourself. I mean, Papa Cadillac broke down a long time ago, and there ain't no one around to look after Grandma Mustang no more. So you do what any good car does. You take to the open road with Grandma Mustang, take the little car with you, and accuse Mama Mustang of being a drunk so she can't bother you or your family no more. And now that the years have gone by, you find yourself sitting back in a comfy chair, Ice tea in hand, spinning yarns about the open road. <sighs> Wait, is that why Grandma's living with us? More iced tea, honey? Where is he? He said he'd be half an hour ago. I have no idea. Oh, finally! It's me, Mario! You're half an hour late. I got it! Mario time! Well, if you just go through there, that's where you'll find the boiler. I'll just leave you to it. Okie dokie! Woohoo! Let's go! Are you sure about this guy? Well, he had good reviews online. <laughs> what is going on in there? <laughs> what on earth are you doing? Jumping on my turtle? Stop that! You're gonna kill him! Yes! I'm the winner! Oh. Mamma mia! You made it! Oh. Don't touch me, cuz. What have I told you about that? Got my money? Oh, that'll be time for that! Come and meet my family! Oh, here's mother now! Mommy! Mummy, I'd like to be my new friend, AJ! Oh, well, nice to meet you, AJ. Rupert has told me so much about you. What are you saying? Oh, Mummy, can we play Duck Duck Goose now? Please, please! All right, all right, I'll get everyone together. Great! 
I'll start. Everybody, sit down. Now, AJ, why don't you sit over there next to Great Aunt Greta? Dark. 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 Who's it going to be? Dark. Dark. Goose! I ain't chasing you, cuz. Oh, go on, AJ. Don't be a spoiled sport. Yeah. 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 Go on, yeah. Yes. Don't be a spoiled sport. Fine. My God. Duck. 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 Goose. <gasps> oh, AJ, that's Auntie Edith. You can't have her play. She barely walks. I didn't know. Uh, come on. Let's go make up. Oh, hello, Auntie Edith. <coughs> Auntie Edith, this is my best friend in the entire world. AJ. Give us a kiss. Give us a kiss. Raw, I ain't kissing your auntie, bruv. Well, maybe you should kiss her just to make up. Ah! Oh, well, at least stay for some sponge cake. Mother did make it specially. I'm getting out of here. This is dead. You're not going anywhere. That was the Larry and Phil Sketch Show. Written and performed by Lawrence Smither and Philip Karkostoletsky. The sound was by Georgia Johnson.